Hello and welcome to the Comedians Outlook News. I'm Luke Anthony and today I am joined by President Abonjo. He speaks to me about the most pressing matters in politics and about how he plans to overtake the British government and call it the Vlufter Republic. Can he convince me to vote for him or will he not? Please welcome to the show, President Abonjo. Thank you so much for joining me, Mr. President. Good evening, Luke. I am very, very disappointed. I thought that I was coming to talk about the latest uh, uh, information that I have heard, that my people have told me about Boris Johnson getting a deal. And uh, I genuinely actually thought that, uh, that uh, perhaps uh, this was a main radio station like BBC, uh, <laughs> but uh, one would not expect that would one definitely not but uh, but I'm here now so I haven't got time to waste I have to make sure I'm back uh, well why, whilst you are here Mr. President would yeah. you like to comment on the latest news for Brexit I think it is it is horrific for the British people and it's been spinned they knew all along that uh, Boris Johnson was going to get this sort of deal that Theresa May got and you know I've been thinking about it that if I was the leader of this great country, and it will happen one day. How would I negotiate the Brexit deal? Surely I would want to uh, uh, strike a deal with Parliament before going to Brussels, but he's done it the other way around. And I don't believe that he's going to get Parliament. Uh, the, well, he hasn't got a majority, has he? He's got, he's, he's got minus 45, as I understand <laughs> it. Yeah. And it doesn't look like the DUP are going to be supporting him. Well, would you support... Uh, I don't understand British democracy. This is one of the reasons why I believe that the country is in crisis. 10 DUP, is it 10? 10 DUP, yeah, are holding the whole nation to ransom. I think that is ridiculous. There needs to be a different kind of politics, one that does not allow referendums or voting. You know the one I'm talking about. Yes, dictatorship. Yes. <laughs> dictatorship is the yeah. way forward for yes. you. So in your Lofter Republic, yeah. How would you have dealt with the situation in Brexit? There would never be. There, there's no way you would have a referendum. We will not be giving people an opportunity to vote whether they want to remain or, or whether they want to stay in Africa. You are, there is no way. There will be a decree that actually bans something like that. It's, it's ridiculous. It's nonsense. It's, it's, you know, words fail me. And what I can't seem to understand is the man who actually, actually, cost this whole thing that guy who i understand uh used to sleep with a pig uh what's his name cameron yes is it cameron yeah that's his name Cameron's yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and he had the audacity to 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 uh, write a book about the whole thing and he's regretting i'm telling you elsewhere in another country for bringing this country into disrepute into a laughing stock he will be locked up in prison by now not running around the whole place giving lectures and making money and giving a lecture about what should happen on Brexit. It is atrocious, preposterous. What would you say to those that think that the British government are now acting like a dictatorship? Well, you see, it is really, really interesting what's happening in this country. All of a sudden, over, ever since I arrived in the UK, uh, I think I'm having an influence because it's amazing how all of a sudden everyone says that Bojo is a dictator. 
And I don't see dictatorship. I don't see a coup. The, you, you guys don't know what a dictatorship is. Come to Africa and you will know what a dictatorship is. You know, if you come to Africa, you will know what a coup is. He suspends parliament and you guys are effing and blinding and screaming. Oh, do you know what a coup is in Africa? I'm sure you do. The leader of the opposition is under house arrest. The head of state is shot. There's a curfew. We wouldn't even have it. We wouldn't even have a discussion at this time because it's gone past the curfew time. So I, I don't understand. But it's really interesting how all these uh, uh, white privileged leaders of yours are now trying to copy uh, dictatorships. Yeah, if it's not Trump, it is, it is Boris. And you guys believe that you're under some kind of dictatorship. You're not. This is just <laughs> eating boys playing with your head and the media playing with your head. That's uh, pretty, pretty honest of you, uh, President Obonjo. This is, this is your platform, but I, I wasn't expecting to have an entire country defamed by you. Well, you, you guys are a laughing stock at the moment. I don't see how... You, 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 you want to leave Europe, but you're physically still in Europe. What kind of nonsense is that? That is like you're getting married and then you're separating, but you're still living in the same house. That's the well, way I see it. Well, of course, of course, in, uh, in the Lustre Republic, it is quite known for men to have had many different partners. So you're saying that the UK should just do a deal with everybody and just be just have many wives. Well, I have 14 wives. You have 14, have 14 wives. 14 wives, and I might have the 15th one when I go to uh, Whitney in Oxford for a gig. And that's what Britain needs to do. And you, you, you can't isolate yourself. You, it's, it's a nonsense. And it's ridiculous. People voted because of immigration. It is ridiculous. They, have no, they don't understand the implications. But what is done is done. I actually think that Britain is now ripe for invasion from, from Africa so that we can protect democracy. So you want to take over Britain? Definitely. Okay. I've started the comedy <laughs> revolution. I, people, people, my audiences, when they come to see me perform, they genuinely believe that they've come to watch me perform comedy. And I do 20 minutes, and I, but I win their hearts and minds. And it's only a matter of time. Imagine if I gig in Whitney, and uh, for example, in Whitney, and I do very well in Whitney, and then come December, whenever the general election is taking place, and assuming I was running for office in Whitney, there's every likelihood that people in Whitney could vote for me, and I'm not being deluded. That's the way they, 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 they adore me. After a comedy set, it's like they want me to run this country. And that's what's so frustrating. I'm watching behind the scenes. And so I have started a comedy revolution, which will lead to a political revolution. You don't need guns. You just need laughter to start a revolution. Okay. So do you remember the names of all of your 14 wives? Nah, nah. They, they all look the same to me. Middle class <laughs> white women. They all look the same. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can't uh, okay, they all look the same. Yeah. You know what? Um, if if it was a white person saying it'd be a black person, it'd, of course it'd be racist. Um, but it's because it's about a white person. It's not racist. It can't possibly be racist because it's white, about white people. So we do all look the same. We've got that white, pink, pale skin. You've got white privilege. White, pri yeah, <laughs> white privilege. That, yeah, which you have right now. Yeah. I, I don't have white privilege. I have military privilege. Mm. Yeah. So have you seen have you since the pound strengthened today because they got um supposedly got a deal. Yeah. Have you seen the strength of the pound weaken your currency in the Laughter Republic? No, Laughter Republic currency is constantly growing. Constantly. We we have a very strong economy. Our economy is based on the foreign aid that we get from Britain. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that is, yeah, that is, that it, that's the truth. But what really frustrates yeah. me since I've been living in the United Kingdom, mm. which I'm hoping that one of your, uh, is one of the reasons why I want to change, uh, get, get into power, is, is I think it is really ridiculous that when I use my currency here, because I live in a very uh, white neighborhood, uh, in St. Albans in Hertfordshire, and whenever I go to Waitrose, they never accept my currency. But whenever I go to Lidu, Lidu <laughs> when I go to Lidu in a black neighborhood, they accept my currency. Uh, it's terrible. It's really terrible. <laughs> discrimination. Currency discrimination <laughs> of the highest order. What is your currency called? It's called laughter currency. <laughs> laughter currency. <laughs> Very has, creative. And it has my face on it. It has your face on it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, where, where can I buy, buy some love to currency? Uh, well, if you, depending on how this goes, uh, I could give you some, some currency, not as a bribe, just give you as a gift. So you can go to Lidl and go and buy some whatever you need, boxer shorts, whatever, <laughs> whatever you need that is, uh, that is uh, of your desire. You can get it at Lidl. Do you shop at Lidl? I, <laughs> well, I, where I live, I haven't actually got a Lidl. I've got an Audi. Yeah, okay. um, actually, we are looking for sponsors. We would happily have Lidl and, and Audi. You know, poor man's, a poor man's waitress. We'll take them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're accepting euros at the moment. But yeah, well, for how less, how long? You basically want to use my, my white privilege influence to go into Lidl, to the, so then they might have more of a chance of accepting your currency. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. I, and I think we could do that as a test, mm. even as a comedy sketch, because I will be so, I, I, I suspect actually, it's the other way around. If I gave you that currency, mm. yeah, the laughter yeah. currency, and you took it to Waitrose, I'm sure they will accept it. Yeah, well, uh, with with uh, Brexit, if it goes through, and then Scotland get their, you know, uh, in Scottish independence, yeah. then potentially there's an option to have another currency because we hate the Scottish pound in this country. We don't every, every time we see the Scottish pound in this country, everyone just gets scared. Yeah. What, what is well, this foreign currency here? Yeah, my late father, Idi Dada, was a great man. He loved the Scots. It's really interesting how you talk about how you hate the Scottish pound. But I'm sure you know that the Scots hate the English. No, they hate the English full stop. Full stop. I don't um, commit any hate crime on Scottish people. Yeah. However, if I see a Scottish pound, I'll rip it up. Really? Why? Because um, <laughs> I don't, I don't recognise it. It looks too scary. Looks, well, have you had some bad gigs in Scotland? Uh, uh, I've, never, I've never gigged in Scotland, actually. Oh. Um, weirdly enough, I know there's the, the holy grail of all comedy in Edinburgh. But uh, Did you go to Edinburgh this year? Oh, I had a fantastic time. I was in Edinburgh uh, from the 2nd of August to the 25th of uh, August 2019. And before that, there was an attempted coup on the 18th of July where E4 and BB Studios Republic uh, uh, basically made an announcement that they were going to replace me with a junior ranking officer. And uh, that was uh, quite an interesting uh, experience. So I gained, uh, I, I refocused my energies before I went to Edinburgh, fighting at all costs the war between Laughter Republic and E4 and BBC mm. Studios. Uh, and we were, we were very, very successful. So they made the announcement on the 18th of July. 19th of July, I had kidnapped their national icon, Gary Lineker, and I told them <laughs> they had to release, if they didn't stop what they were doing, I would not release Gary Lineker. And uh, I also uh, uh, 
what's her name carol i can't remember her son name she sounds russian but she's the mass she does all these mass i can't remember oh carol, Car- carol forderman yes yes yes, yes yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I proposed to her uh, life on tv uh, yeah of all the things i did to try and uh, try and just get to s- bbc and e4 studios to get to make some sense to them and uh, it was it was a it was a war and i have to say to you i am alive and kicking i am very <laughs> much alive and kicking i am not dead i am still running the country it they they claimed that it was a coup and uh, it wasn't a coup it was just a fake a fake coup just like the egypt coup where people were saying that there was a coup but there was no coup because if there was a coup i won't still be here performing talking to you and running around the country and running my country in the united kingdom well i'm, I'm very sorry that i couldn't have brought um carol forderman to you today i, I uh, do apologize for that yeah that uh, is the name carol forderman such yeah. a beautiful woman yeah, she is very pretty what, what are your what are your um thoughts on rachel riley who's rachel why <laughs> rachel, she's she's potentially one to add to your 14 wives oh well, potentially 15 when you go well, to I whitney don't, i right? don't i can't i don't remember her rachel rachel riley is very very beautiful she's blonde she works on countdown now oh okay as the dictionary as the the printage as the numbers oh, and the letters well, well, if, she's, if she's beautiful yes uh, yeah i could you don't I even could, need to see a picture i don't, of her, I don't just, need to see a picture of her <laughs> you know, if you just say she's beautiful and she's got all the yeah. things that a man expects from a woman then yeah I imagine, I imagine she'll be straight here anyway. Like the minute she knows, she hears this podcast when it's released, she'll be in touch with you. And, that, that, and would yeah. that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, I'm sure she listens to the podcast. Don't yeah, you, Rachel? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who else listens to this podcast? Is this a ve- is this podcast the same? There's a guy I met in Edinburgh. Uh, uh, apparently, he uh, he uh, does a very uh, comedy comedians podcast. I think it's called Stuart's Goldsmith, Goldsmith, yes, yeah. Is it at the same level with Stuart Goldsmith, or are you getting there, or are you the cheaper version, or are you the are you the little? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, be honest with me, so I know you have to manage my expectations. Well, my, my manage my expectations. Well, I've already disappointed you once with yeah. um, claiming that I work for the BBC and bring you in for an interview. Um, that is the disappointment, but yeah. I have recovered from that. So. Because there are, pod- um, there are podcasts and there are podcasts. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. there are podcasts. So, so what level? Are you in the premiership, championship, or you are nowhere? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't check. I don't check these things. You don't check? I'm not, I'm not, quite, I'm not quite Stuart Goldsmith. So what gave you the audacity to, to call my people and say you wanted to, to, to interview me? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> I do. I do know who you are. Um, I thought... I, th- I thought it was going to be. A, I thought you'd enjoy it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, President Abonja. I just, uh, Mr. President, I'm re- no, really. No, but you, you deceived me and said you were from the BBC. Well, I, I, I was. It was trying to be on topic with the dictatorships in in your country, sir. Okay. Um. So okay. I, I guess I guess from my point of view, I I wasn't doing anything different to what a dictatorship government would do, and I thought you'd appreciate the bravery and the. I, the, I admire the audacity that you have, and I I suspect that your white privilege has got you into my presidential palace <laughs> because yeah. because my people i've always want my people 
my people that there are white people and there are white people, if you get my mm. drift. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to say, you know, because I, I, I genuinely believed that you were from a middle-class background and that you had all the connections. I and, have, what I, I have, and, and what I see here is not very, very pleasant right mm. now. I, ha I have the connections, but I'm, I'm probably blocked by most of them. I guess I guess uh, I've uh, I've played this trick a few times yeah. with uh, with presidents and prime ministers and really I don't really want to be a comedian or a, uh, an interview of a comedian I just want to be in politics you know it's a brand new time for Brexit I want to be on the front line so but um, I'm just trying to trying to use my white it's not very fashionable to be white at the moment so I'm I'm trying to get on your side because you're just about to take over this country yes and I want to be on the correct side of things yeah you know? so you're not you know? you're not a colonizer. No, I'm not like Wakanda. They haven't sent you. How how am I? How can you convince me? Because you see, the the E4 and BBC Studio stuff uh, yeah. made me realize that it's such a web. It's connected because I became Inspector Colombo, Colombo Joe, where <laughs> I Columbo had to. Do, yeah, the whole thing was all connected. The actor who was following me on Twitter, the agency who represents him, and the people who are registered with that agency. Uh, BBC Studios and the person who connected me with BBC Studios, everything is connected. So, you know, uh, uh, it's been difficult over the last couple of months since this thing happened to trust anybody because you never know who is trying to steal your material. Or, you know, they, they, it, it's not, it was not even just my material. They stole the whole me. Yeah. Your, your outfit. The outfit. Your, it's, it's your like the, way, the, way, the best way to describe it, my friend, is someone says to you that you should do a Madame Tussauds of President Bonjo and you do a younger version of him mm. because you think that's President Bonjo. Yeah. You, you know what I couldn't believe when I saw the picture, the, the person that betrayed you, that I'm sure you're on the hunt for, he's got, there's wanted posters all over Hertfordshire searching for this man. Yeah. What I couldn't believe was that he couldn't do the top button of his suit up and he didn't even wear a hat. He wasn't even dressed properly in the uniform. He's an absolute disgrace to your people. Well, he no, it's, it's not my people. It's not your people. No, that, a laughter Republican. I have mm. been running Laughter Republic and I have been president for the past 10 years. We do not have, I do not have detractors in any shape or form. There's no way anybody, that guy is not from Laughter Republic. Apparently he's from a neighborhood, another neighboring country called Tangozolia. I have never heard of a country called Tangozolia. <laughs> I mean, I've never, it sounds ridiculous, but I've never. It reminds me of people who wake up one morning, just like Donald Trump, and they're creating countries like Zamunda, uh, Nambia, uh, Tangola. What, what? It doesn't even <laughs> sound real. I, I can't be, I can't believe you've been through that. I I thought you were going to say to me that it was from Wakanda, which I know is no 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 no. No, Wakanda is a different. We get on very well with Wakanda. We've okay. had our issues in the past, and uh, in 20, uh, 2017, I uh, uh, wrote a show. We were going to go to war with Laughter Republic. Yeah. Laughter Republic at Wakanda. We're going to go to war because we were very unhappy with the fact that the. Uh, uh, Wakanda allowed a colonizer to come into Wakanda and to know that they've got vibranium. And so we believed, Laughter Republic believed, and my people believed that that was betraying Africa. And we need to protect, protect our resources, our culture. And uh, uh, guess what happened? But we then realized that it was a film. And uh, after, uh, you know, after watching the film several times, then we realized that it was just a film. But yeah. 
Absolutely fake. Yeah. Absolutely fake. I can't believe it. I, I'm, I'm so sorry you've had to experience that. Um, I know that E4 have really let you down. Are you, are you, are you now, if, if E4 called you now, and would you, would you accept any proposals? I don't know, because uh, I have been really, really busy, my friend. You know, it's not easy being a president. Um, uh, last night, on my way from uh, a gig, I was uh, arrested by the police for imitating a comedian. And uh, before that, I have been very, very busy with the world issues. So you know about Turkey and the fact that there's been a ceasefire. I had everything to do with that, even though you will never hear the Western media talk about that. I brokered peace with Trump and Endogaran because he's a dictator. And we had a world dictators conference, myself, Putin, uh, Kim Jong-un. But they will never ever tell you that what they're reporting is that oh vice president pence was the one who arranged a deal with uh, the president of uh, turkey but uh, i'm glad that things have calmed down a little bit because i do care about the kurds and the, you know i anything to do with where there's oppression i i i am you know engaged oppression to so anyone anyone who isn't white you will support yeah, uh, don't put words into my mouth. I just said anyone who's going through <laughs> oppression at the moment, yes. And then my people had to sort out. Uh, we heard about the Extinction Rebellion where uh, I don't know what happened to them, to be honest with you, but I found out this morning that they were jumping on trains. Did anyone <laughs> tell them that trains have petrol? I don't know, but they just it was just ridiculous. So I had to send Miami uh, to, to try and, uh, and once again they will not report that in the press so they if that happened in Leicester Republic if the Extinction Rebellion shall I say if they glued themselves to I don't know a, a motorbike to, to um, protest yeah. what would your military response be? shoot on sight shoot on sight yeah okay the minute that glue comes out shoot on sight shoot them yeah okay yeah. because my, my question was that what goes into producing glue? Is glue good for the environment? I keep don't gluing know. themselves. It's, got, it's, quite, yeah, it's quite possible that so because some people also sniff glue. Who yes. knows? Yeah, so yeah. maybe they were glue sniffers. I don't know. But what I didn't seem to understand is, and I'm sure this point has been made already, who are the people who catch the train in the morning? It's working class people. So why are you attacking the people or disrupting the people who are about to go to work, especially when some of them might be having some disciplinary or, or sickies and they need to get in as quickly as possible. I didn't like that. That was terrible. And it happened to be in a black neighborhood in Canning Town. I don't think I would have intervened if it was in some way in, in, a, in a middle class area. But it was in, you know, in an inner city area where you know, people could easily lose their jobs. So did you have did you have your bodyguards with you at the time to shoot on sight or no 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 there's no way because I'm not in charge of the country so it wasn't a case of shooting on sight but uh, we got the army to settle people mm. and take people back. But surely sorry sorry to interrupt you, Mr. President. Um, I, it's becoming a bit of a habit in this, but I feel like I'm a, um, a political correspondent right now. Uh, and to be honest, I'm a little bit annoyed as well. I I thought I was meeting a comedian. Um, I saw the report of you imitating the comedian. I thought, oh, this is very funny. I'll get him onto the show. Uh, we'll talk about that. You Are you actually saying to me that, I, you see, this is what I don't like about <laughs> the media. 
the media is always portraying things. You say I'm not a comedian, but you have been smiling and laughing all the way through, and you're still accusing me. I don't know what makes a comedian if you haven't been laughing all the way. You have just contradict yourself, my friend. Yeah, you see, people can hear you laugh, and you're telling me that I wasn't. You were expecting a comedian. What makes a comedian? What is a comedian? If you are not laughing, you have been laughing since I have been talking. <laughs> yeah, and then you want to portray it that I wasn't funny. It reminds me of the time I went to Amsterdam. I get really, really angry. When is Britain going to take me seriously that I am actually a comedian? Yeah, I remember when I first started 10 years ago. As soon as I arrived on stage, this person saw me and the comedy promoter was saying, oh, he's not going to be funny. He's a, he's a joke act. Within two minutes, people were on the floor. What do I have to do for the British comedy industry to accept that the fact that i am a comedian what do i have to do and you have just proven it yes you said you were hoping to get a comedian you see you can't even say anything right now because you i am funny i don't need to prove to you i am funny i entertain 350 people every night wherever i go to not less than 350 people and they're always shouting on twitter we saw a very hilarious unique act if that isn't comedy what is comedy luke tell me what comedy <laughs> is well this this doesn't feel like comedy anymore and um, it certainly did before but it doesn't anymore <laughs> um well i look it's, it's been great to do this podcast um if you, you sound don't see frightened this, if, you, if you don't see this podcast released again in the future is because I've been um, terminated by President Obonjo's people um, but I, before you, I don't know, before I disappear, yeah. spontaneously disappear. You know why you would not disappear? I will tell you why you would not disappear. Okay. Uh, my people have done some research and my people have told me that you have some connections in Africa. I do. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, my people have said to me that uh, my people have said to me that uh, it is quite possible because I left, uh, I never knew my family back in Uganda. Uh, and I wondered whether you could use your white privilege to connect me back into Uganda. To the, to the, uh, the diplomats yeah, yes. that I know of. Yes, yeah, I do yeah. know a couple of diplomats. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'd be very pleased to, to meet you. You haven't caused any issues or upset in Uganda, have you? Uh, not that I am aware of, but uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, whether my brothers and sisters know me. Mm. I know that my father knew me, the late Idi Amidada, but I don't think my brothers know that I exist. Okay, well... I know that Wakanda is commonly compared to Uganda. It's slightly bigger than Uganda. It's, it's slightly off the map than Uganda. But I know, I think, is, is it, am I right in saying that Wakanda is East, East Africa? I have news for you and okay. everyone else who believes that Wakanda exists. Wakanda does not exist. It is not a country. It is imaginary. It does not. It's not a country. So anybody who believes the countries that exist... Nigeria, Ghana, Laughter Republic, Uganda, those are the countries that exist. Wakanda is imaginary, is, is, is a vision. It does not exist. I thought that was a travel program. It was more than a travel program for black people. <laughs> so it was more than a travel program. It was even more better than the Captain America and uh, uh, all these 
uh, other uh, what are they call Marvel productions. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, yeah. But it was it was as far as I was concerned. Uh, yeah, some people would not like me saying this, and if they're offended, they can actually be more offended. Uh, I didn't. I I I opposed the whole idea of Black Panther. You did, yes, and that's why I wanted to go to war with Black Panther. I mean, not Black Panther with with Wakanda. Wakanda. Oh yeah. gosh. Okay. Well, that's that. I'm sure. I'm sure I've lost the you, the few listeners I do have. Now, Why so, would you lose them? Well, because a lot of them are probably Marvel fans and, and think that it was directed by Steven Spielberg and therefore it must be loosely based on a true story. You see, this is exactly what I'm saying. The best black Marvel, first Marvel comic <laughs> you claim Steven Spielberg. <laughs> cultural appropriation, yeah? You want to steal everything for us. Everything. You never ever give us, even though I, I, I opposed the Black Panther film. This is a good example and that's one of the reasons why they did the film. How can you sit down here and tell me that Black Panther was produced by Steven Spielberg? <laughs> what next? Uh. What next? <laughs> no, tell me what next. Will Smith's playing uh, the genie in Aladdin. That's, uh, what more do you want? You've got Will Smith out there. What's, uh, what's, what's your issue, President? I don't, I don't understand. I'm getting really, really <laughs> upset right now. I might get my people to, 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 to take me away from here. I thought you had some questions, I from, some your, questions. from your people. Yeah. I've done my research. Mm. There were some lovely questions that I... I uh, who is Rebecca Vadi, by the way? Someone had a question on Rebecca Vadi. Let's talk about it. Let's. Um, I've got a list of these questions. Uh, and the comedy, the comedy collective. Yeah. And um, they. Who and are they? Who are they? What are they? <laughs> what do they do? Why do they call themselves a collective? Are they of any relevance to the industry in any shape or form? Who are they? Tell me. Well, um, Simon Kane, who who. Who the hell is he? He's a white man, of course. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. is that the one I met? Yeah, he acted as my butler at in Amsterdam. Okay. We went to Amsterdam for a gig. Yes, yeah. Simon Kane is the organizer. Of he's, the, he's one of the uh, the group the, members of the yeah. comedy yeah. collective. Uh huh. Okay. One of the admin So, guys, what are they so. collecting? Jokes or what? What <laughs> the hell do they do? Well, I, I think it's good not to post jokes on the comedy collective because okay. you know, maybe have you actually you spoke about um, your material being stolen from somebody from E4? Yeah, it you, wasn't my material. Get it right. It was the whole character, the whole, the character. whole premise, okay. everything. Forgive me, Mr. President. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Because um, this, this interview is going south. I, I didn't expect yeah. this to be as... Uh, um, oof, maybe I'm not ready to be a political correspondent. No, I don't think you are ready. Uh, You're probably... I probably should be the political correspondent and you'll be the comedian. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably it. Well, I, I, you haven't laughed at anything I've ever said, so I don't even think I qualify as a comedian. But um, but then you, I have keep, a, you have a funny face. I have a funny you face. You can't talk about your funny face and funny looks. Because it's white. Yes. Yeah, I see. You said that, not me. Uh, well, you know, I, I, can, I, I can sense the racist undertones in your voice. That's fine. Okay, so I the first... I to differ. Now, all of these might have to be removed because I'm going to mention the comedians, mention the comedians' names because I've never known a comedian not to refuse a name drop in a podcast. Okay. So the first question we had on the Comedy Collective, I had yeah. messaged on there, I said, Look, I'm speaking to President LeBron and Joe on Thursday. Yeah. Do you have any pressing questions for him? Yeah. Lee B. Yeah. What was asked, his question? It better be an intelligent question. Where did I put the TV remote? He's asking me <laughs> where, where he... Where he put the TV remote. Do, do I live with him? 
Hasn't he got a wife? Uh, forgive me, President. I'm has, sorry he checked, this... has he checked his settee? Has he checked underneath his bed? Mm-hmm. Why is he asking me where he put <laughs> the TV remote as if we're having an affair? What yeah. kind of interview? And that is the sort of question yeah. you get at the Comedy Collective. Where did, did he put his TV remote? Who is, his, what, what, who is he again? Lee what? Lee B. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> where uh, did I put the TV remote? As if I'm having a relationship with him. I know. It's, and it's, it's not a very... It's That's not, not a very... I, I was expecting some political... You are really not a political <laughs> correspondent, aren't you? You're well, a more a comedian correspondent. <laughs> okay, so Paul Richardson Henry yes. asks, what's your favorite thing to put on toast? Marmite. Marmite. Yes. <laughs> is, that, is that because of your personality? or? Yeah, it's just delicious. Like, I'm, I used I'm, to have an ex-girlfriend who loved Marmite before we made love. Can, before you made love? Yes. It, was this a request of yours? No, it was a request of hers. Okay, so every time you eat Marmite... Every time we made love, she would say, make me Marmite. She said, make you Marmite. Yeah. Okay. So but now, now you've broken up yeah. and you're, I don't know, you could be laying in bed, yeah. looking at the ceiling, we, thinking looking, about... Waiting for, looking for the TV remote. Uh-huh. Using a VPN to look yeah. at porn, pornography. I don't do that, I'm okay. sorry. Okay, all right. You would get some Marmite out and the minute mm. you have Marmite, you'd think of her... Yes. Okay. It's an addiction. It's an addiction. Someone that I was in love with for 10 years. No okay. joke. Okay. I yeah. see. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think you were joking, sir. Yeah. Okay. What is the next question? I've got the next question. It's a good one, I think. From Chris Norton Walker. You know him? Yes. You know Chris Norton Walker. One of his is, I'm mean, asked who the best comedian in London Colney is. It's Chris Norton Walker. I yeah. That's the one. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the correct answer. Yes. He'll, he'll love you for that one. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that, that's the first set of questions. Have you got any response to the first set of questions? We'll come back to a couple more in a bit. Okay. You reckon that people are actually watching this and do they know that I have answered their questions? Because these people are likely to be voting for me. Well, yeah, do what, you think I should join the Comedy Collective? I think you should. And one thing I would like to know, actually, is if you do, if you do become leader of this country, yeah. which I'm sure is very likely, especially after this interview, yeah. because I will be sending this straight to Parliament and they'll be debating this tomorrow, hopefully, in Parliament. And forget Brexit. Don't, don't they have anything else to debate? No, forget, forget they Brexit. They have the Extension Rebellion. They have the Brexit deal. They have NHS. They have uh, unemployment. Uh, they have lots of things. I think, I think they want to keep peace across the entire world. So okay. I think uh, Brexit's a non-issue in yeah. terms of this. And, but... Yeah, I, I think I, what I want to know is that will you um, cancel GDPR if you become president? Gross domestic product. Sorry? Gross domestic products. No, no, no. Um, GDPR is uh, general data protection regulations. I get confused with your terminology here. Yeah. GDPR means something else in, in Africa. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was this funny. I don't know where the punchline is, but you're laughing. Uh, will I cancel it? Uh, yes, I will cancel it. Great. No, because it's, that, it's, it's, it's nonsense. It's great. all nonsense. That's really good to know because if you, I would definitely be, you've won my vote because now I've mentioned their names on the podcast and you undo that, then I can be, I can be, um, I, I, won't, I won't be arrested for that. I won't, lose, I won't get fined. I won't get sued yeah. for mentioning their full names yeah. on 
on the podcast. So, so you're not supposed to mention their names? I don't think so, without their permission. I did send a message on there to ask for their permission, but no one responded. But it looks like that this is a pressing matter and we had to get onto it. Yeah. And okay. it Any was, more questions? Um, and, yeah. and why are all the questions from men? Uh, Where no questions from women. It's a comedy collective full of just men. Well, to be honest, I think you're dating most of the women. And so I'm sure I'm sure they've got all the questions they can ask. They can ask. So you're telling me out of how many questions there were no women that asked me a question. Um, You're kidding me. Let me check. Uh, So there are more men in the comedy collective than in the. There are more men in the comedy collective. I, I Where's think, the gender balance there? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Is that not rich coming from a dictator? Where is the gender balance? I you have more men in the comedy collective. I cannot believe it. I, well, I, I don't really know what to say to that, Mr. President. I, I really don't. I, mm, I can, if you want, I can send a message with my little to no the, influence. Uh, we'll send a message to Simon Kane that we want to know the breakdown yeah. of the percentages. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The percentages in terms of gender balance. Okay. All right, this is on the podcast. When this gets released, I, I will certainly get that published and that will go on to the maybe the post sample. Um, hopefully that will, that will happen. And um, we've got another question from Parak Thaker. Do you, okay. know, do you recognize his name? Yeah, what does he have? Yeah. He, has, uh, he just asks, what is love? Oh, what is love? I mean, you're a man who is a lover to many lovers, so I'm sure it's a question that you wouldn't have no problem answering. Love is money. <laughs> love is money? Yes. Okay. Lots of money. Anybody who says they're falling in love... It's for money. It's for money. That, again, that, that is definitely on brand with somebody who is, is a dictator. Yes. Uh, um, and then Jason Trulove... Trudeau? Uh, True love. Yeah. True love. Um, yeah. Commented on that and said, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. I think it's, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. So, this, so, the, so... I'm not a singer. So that is meant to be funny. That is, that is the level of jokes that you've got at the comedy book is that the name of a, that's not, not the title of a song yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's a yes. song yeah I didn't yeah. I didn't do it justice to be honest no um, no no you did very well I'm surprised you even have a singing voice no I'm sure your <laughs> dancing is crap well yeah uh, yeah well you know I'm English I can't help I'm yeah. white English I can't help my dancing um, be, be proud of who you are don't put yourself down because you're in front of me well you know um, and McEwen um, has commented the thing. The thing is, Ivan, we, we covered a lot of this, but we're we're going to we're going to ask it anyway, and it's on topic with the. I like Ant. Theft. Ant. Ant. You like the I, name? Uh, or? I, I I like the name Ant. Okay. Is Mc- he Ant? Ewan? Has he got a deck? <laughs> I don't. I think he'd be quite offended by that. Not every ant has a deck. Um, Why would he be offended by that? I don't know. This is meant to be a comedy show. Uh, that's true. That's true. Is President Abonjo the subject of a reverse Mandela effect type scenario where E4 had him killed and replaced with an imposter so we'd be none the wiser? Well, I wish that was true. The late Idi Amin Dada died. No, not Idi Amin Dada. Mandela died at a very late age, 94. Died before um, uh, Prince... Uh, What's the name of your queen's husband? Uh, Philip. Uh, Philip, yes. Uh, so, uh, fake, all fake, all fake, fake. It's all fake, fake news. Fake, fake news. Okay. Uh, no to cool. coin a phrase from Donald Trump. So, yes. Um, I, we shouldn't really say stuff like that because it only continues. It's like saying stuff that Piers Morgan says because he's purposely trying to be, you know, hard-hitting and, and controversial. Who's Piers Morgan? Piers Morgan's that prick who does, um, does this morning. I believe, and he's he, he loves Donald Trump. 
Hold on. Much. There's a prick on Twitter. There's a prick. He is a prick, yeah. Oh, he is a prick. I thought yeah. he, was, he meant that there was a prick on Twitter. He's a prick. Yeah. Oh, he is a prick. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, I'm still trying to get used to your, the way you abuse yourselves in this country. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> you, do. you use prick and there's another one. You use the C word. Oh, the C word. Yeah, yeah. yeah prick. Yeah. Or the other one. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 I just felt like saying cock is quite a good word. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, cock, yeah, there you go. That's just get an armor system, President Wanda. Sorry, but yeah. well, I didn't uh, encourage you to say that. <laughs> I will just, <laughs> I didn't encourage you. To, there's another one that you guys use, especially. I get that a lot when there's road rage. For the benefit of the recording, I finally made Mr. President laugh. Well, not because you said cock, <laughs> <laughs> it all stemmed from that. So. Yes, yeah, he said he was asking for a friend who may or may not have lost work because of this. It was obviously mentioning you. Yeah. You may have lost work because of that. We know that. No, uh, I haven't lost any work. If anything, I am extremely busy. Okay, you I, want to go on record saying that you're a busy comedian. I am a busy comedian and people need to take no. me seriously as a comedian. I am a comedian first before a president. I okay. That's the key thing. Okay, can I just pull you up on one thing? Yeah. Um, again, just trying to be... A political correspondent, you, you said you want people to take you seriously, seriously as yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Those two things don't go well together, President. Serious and comedian. Jokes and anger. Just, just, I, I'm confused. Don't be confused because the way I see it is I have been performing for the past 10 years in the United Kingdom in the British comedy industry. And I genuinely believe... And I think this is probably the reason why E4 and BBC Studios did what they did. I know I am a comedian, but some people see me. I mean, when they see me on the street, they don't say Mr. Comedian. They say, hello, Mr. President. Mm. Does that make sense? Can I have a suggestion, suggestion for you. Yeah. And you can throw me down. Again, you can lock me up, whatever I you want. I will throw you down. You're not the type of person I will throw down. But go on, my people okay. will throw you down. I, I, yeah, of course, yeah. I believe... <laughs> I believe well, what about you? I believe you wouldn't have to lay a finger on me. It would just be um, there is a glass screen between us, so yes. you're seeing me through a glass screen, so yeah, yeah, which yeah. is bulletproof. I yeah, understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have a suggestion for you. If you didn't walk around in your uniform all the time, yeah, do you think that people would recognise you more as a comedian than a president? Do you think that would work? That is a very interesting question. One that I have met. In short, it's the most interesting question that I have been asked since my presidency and I'm not so sure because how would they recognize that I am a comedian if I'm not wearing the uniform maybe that is the problem I have that's why people are not taking me seriously as a comedian do you understand what I mean when I say that people don't take me seriously as a comedian and see me more as a president and and you think that there might possibly because you've got your badges of honor you've got your medals I've got my medals I look really, really real. Because like I said to you, every time people see me on the street, they don't say Mr. Comedian. They say Mr. President. I'm a little bit... It's, but then doesn't that fill you with a little bit of sadness that you've been dressed as a president for 10 years trying to break as a comedian? and now I have broken as a comedian. <laughs> I am a successful comedian. Don't ever you talk to me that way and say I'm trying to break. What is your measure of success? Now you are getting me really, really angry. 
What? Break as a comedian. What are you trying to tell me? That I haven't made it because I'm not a life at the Apollo? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Because I'm not on uh, Question Time or not on TV? Do you, can you imagine what it would be like if I was on Question Time or Life at the Apollo? People would think there's been a military coup. That's one of the reasons why I'm not on TV. So it's nothing to do with the quality of what you do. It's nothing to do with the quality of what I do. Young man, I haven't come here to be insulted in any shape or form. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you sit down there with your white privilege and say to me that I haven't broken into the comedy scene or haven't broken into comedy. Is that your measure of success? Is well, that how you do How many people can actually get on TV? Tell me. Well, again, I, I can only... I am shocked, astonished. It is preposterous. Cod swallow. I can't remember all the English words I want to use this evening. How dare you, like Greta, how dare you, how dare you sit down there and make me go through this after what the torture that I have been through over the last, I mean, if I wasn't doing well as a comedian, why would a mainstream TV station try and steal my character? You make, you make a fair point. I, 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 how dare you? <laughs> We may have to. I I don't have any commercials to to go. It's not a live inter. I can't go to any uh, commercial. I'm all I can really say, Mr. President. I'm sorry that I've caused offence. I, I genuinely was. Johnson, I think it's time I leave this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. I'm sure I'll be able to come up with some message to 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 break here, just to cool things off. I'm gonna. See if I can. How dare you! All right, so we're we're back from that awkward awkward moment. I, f- I feel like that any chance I ever had of being a, a political correspondent, even as a comedian, well, especially as a comedian correspondent, that that's been ruined. Um, I'm going to try and get. Mr. President, back into the the room to to speak to me, but I I don't know. I, well, if this bit makes it in, it doesn't gone well. Okay, so if it goes to a pro sample now, then that's the reason for that. But oh, he, he's he's coming back into the room now. He's he's not happy, but he just he's now he seems a little bit happier than he was. Okay, okay, Mr. President, thank you so much for agreeing to come back. I appreciate your time. I, I, I am only doing this because my people have asked me to show leadership okay but okay. you cannot ask me stupid questions <laughs> i am a successful comedian in my head in your head not just my head <laughs> okay okay i, I am a successful comedian i believe you. and you cannot judge me the way you judge yourselves with your other comics i am different and unique and special okay the greatest a comedy genius uh, okay, I I feel maybe we'll come back to this soon. I I feel that anything I ask now is only going to trigger more upset. I know we want to keep. Okay, in- I will I will get my people to trigger something right okay. now. Okay, uh, please don't press that big red button that you have in front of you. Okay, so we, we I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to Facebook and and I think we've got another another question 
from somebody on Facebook, okay? That, is that uh, from the Comedy Collective again? It's, it's from the Comedy Collective. This one is from Alan Wynne Davis. And he asks, why do people blatantly copy him and not apologize or give him his own show? So I think it's more about why do people not take ownership of what they've done? So my view in life, in everything that we do, be it in comedy or everything that we do in life, if people are not copying you, then you are not doing something right. Uh, imitation is the best flattery. Uh, why are they not approaching me? Uh, it could be possibly my age. Uh, I'm not a young man anymore. It could be the fact that uh, I am not uh, connected to the British comedy industry. It could be that because I don't have a British accent, you don't know. I really don't know, and I couldn't care less. So, do you, do. so you, you don't see these people as any more than just impressionists? I just see these people as fake imitators. Okay. You see, in everything that we do, we have been given a voice. The most powerful thing that you can do as an individual is to create your own identity. Mm. It gives you good satisfaction. I am not a follower. I have never, ever been a follower. I am a leader, a leader of my own destiny. That is why I do things differently because my thought processes are different from yours. Your thought processes are different from Simon's. Simon's thought processes are different from ours. Ours thought processes are different from ants. Ants' processes are different from Dak. I could go on and on and on. It is powerful for you to create your own individuality, create your own unique selling point, create your own voice. Does that make sense? We can't all sound the same. There's no way I can try and be like Luke or can, Luke can try and be like President Bonjo. They'll say he's racist. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah? Yes, it, it, I you, do. you create your own. I can't be like Louis Green. Louis Green has his own unique voice. Luke has his own unique voice. But it's, it's, it's quite sudden because today I, what landed on my desk and seriously, another person wrote to me. It's as if I become an expert on giving people advice on what to do when someone steals your material or your promise. Someone's uh, workshop has just been stolen. It's a free improv workshop. And he's, he's, he was really sad and said, I couldn't think of anyone else I could talk to but you to say, guess what? They have stolen my whole idea and rebranded it. It's painful. It just shows that people don't have, they can't think. So if you were to come up with a manifesto yeah. to take over the country, yeah. what are your 10 key points that you want to say to the people that I will deliver on these 10 things? 10 things? 10 things. 10 things? Yeah, so they're, they're, the, they're the, the headline things. They're the things that are going to be published. They're going to be on the front cover of your manifesto. What do they say? Abonja. Abonja, 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 Abonja. Those are the 10 things. Just vote Abonjo. Yeah. Do you want to repeat that and do vote Abonjo, vote Abonjo, vote Abonjo, vote Abonjo, vote Abonjo. I could just actually say it once and loop it, to be honest. Yeah, you say it. Five more times. Vote Abonjo, vote Abonjo, vote Abonjo. Photo Bonjo, a photo Bonjo. So, Look, 
it has to be very simple the reason why i am reluctant to make any promises apart from voting for me is because over the last 60 years you have had the labor party the tory party the lead them party none of them have kept their promises when i heard bojo today <laughs> he spoke about nhs you have been speaking about the nhs since it's been set up you have been speaking about hospitals since it's been set up you have been speaking about education since they are not fixing nothing so why do you make promises that you can't keep does that make sense it's very very simple so because i don't know what i am going to inherit when i get into the office I don't know what's going on in Downing Street and the Bromel. So it doesn't make sense for me to say to Luke, I am going to increase your pension by 20% when I don't know what is in the coffers. <laughs> so before you promise anything, you need to know what's in the bank account. I need to know what is in the bank account. What is left? <laughs> what is left for me and what is left for the people? So have you got an email address that Boris Johnson can send the, the latest bank statement? He won't send it. No, he won't, I know where you're going with that. He won't, he won't send me, but you need, to, you need to understand. This is it, Politics is very simple. Don't make promises that you can't keep so you manage the expectations of the people. Don't say you are going to build roads when you're not going to build roads. Don't say, well, this is not Africa. You don't build roads because your roads are well maintained. But you know what I'm talking about. They make yeah. promises. Oh, we're going to build 40 hospitals. You cannot build 40 hospitals because you haven't. Where's the money coming from? Mm. So why don't you go in there, find out what you have left, so could and then decide and develop your policies based on... Because every promise is based on money. Okay, so can you, can you promise this? Will you change the British currency to Lufthansa? Currency. I would change not just the currency. There will be food rationing. Food rationing? Yeah. Forget the food banks. People can only eat twice a day. And it will be for two hours. Is that, is that because you're fed up with people who are overweight? or I, You are the one who suggested that. I'm not going to make comments about people who like to eat a lot of food. But I find it quite disgusting at times when I catch the train. And I see people <laughs> eating. We should ban food. <laughs> And we should ban people from eating on the trains. But, sorry, Mr. President, but surely if you're a president, you don't need to take public transport. But I need to meet the people. I see. So you need yeah? to be... Okay. If you're telling me that the transport system is not... I'm not like Corbyn, who apparently faked the fact that he couldn't get the seat a couple of years ago. I want to experience what it's like to catch the train. I want to meet my constituents. And I have been traveling. There are times when I go to places... And I see, I, the other day, I saw someone so drunk, they didn't even know where they were and the way they were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, would, so would you ban drinking? I would ban sleeping on the train. Ban sleeping on the train? Uh, ban drinking, sleeping on the train. Both of them? Both of them. So you seem to be making promises now. It's only taken... But, but, but that is based on what I have seen. That, does, that is not going to cost money. Okay. You listen to me, okay. gentlemen. How dare you question? How dare you question my manifesto that I'm writing right now? How dare you? Okay, I just, I was just trying to be like Jeremy Pax, Paxman. Just... You have a long way to go, my friend. <laughs> a long way to go, yeah. I need to get some white hair in the first place. Yes. Before I offend him when he walks away again, I'm going to try and get try and get these questions in before so I didn't get any more disappointments out of tonight um, Madonna from oh, lovely woman yeah from Lisbon I believe she's in Lisbon at the moment yeah um, wants to know how many hospitals 
would I need to build to adopt a baby from the Lafter Republic? I have to say this right now. If you're white, you cannot adopt any babies from Lafter Republic. Period. If you're white? Yes. Okay. If you're white. That, you, yeah. that feels a little bit racist, but... No, from past experience, we can take care of our own babies. You take care of your own babies. Okay. So, yeah. But, but would you let a black person adopt a white person, baby? Well, I have no issues. My partner's from Uganda, so I... I oh, no one that we get on very, very well. Now you <laughs> yeah. want to try and put me in an awkward situation. Yeah, we, we, we get along well. And I, it's kind of... This was from Lucian Jack, this message about Madonna. Yeah. He, Lucian from London wants to know, was being interviewed by Laughs with Lulu on the streets of Edinburgh the highlight of your month, year or life? He was actually, out of all the people that I met, he was really, really funny. I remember, he could not stay still. He was just moving left, right, center, left, right, center. He was so excited to see me. So to answer the question, hell no, it wasn't the most exciting time, but it was exciting for the moment that it lasted. Okay, I, I, that feels a little bit cryptic, but no problem at all. Now, you've sort of... Oh, well, this seems like a waste of a question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Chris Norton Walker, yeah, he does ask quite a lot of questions. He's probing. I don't know what's wrong with him, actually. But he does ask, um, how close geographically is the Lufthansa Republic to Wakanda? I think we sort of covered that. It doesn't exist. Doesn't well, exist. Wakanda doesn't exist. And he needs to get... He's, me, he's meant to be a confidant. And he's asking such a stupid question. And he's met you before, so he should know... He should know that truth. Wakanda doesn't exist. Okay. So you think he's winding you up? Yeah. All right. Uh, well... Uh, I'm getting really wound up right now. Okay. Well, can we just get through to the last few questions? You haven't said please. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I'm forgetting my manners. Uh, I'm... I'm just getting a bit stressed, actually, Mr. President. So, uh, where do you do your ironing? Where do I do my ironing? Yeah. I have butlers who do my ironing for me. Okay. Why do you think I would want to do my ironing? What kind of a stupid question is I, that? Who asked that question? Uh, that was from Steve Sweet. And has it been seen ever since? Has he what? Has it been seen ever since? I haven't seen him since, no. Yeah. Okay, so... Mm. I actually think I am, I've had enough. No, 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 wait, wait, I, wait. I have really, really had enough of this. Okay, uh, can, one more... Some of these questions are so um, stupid. Can I, can I try, can I try that? What is your star sign? Why would you want to know my star sign? All right, all right, fine. Um, you call yourself a president, but can you actually sort out Brexit? <laughs> There's nothing to sort out, because under my dictatorship, there will be no Brexit. Are you telling me that you'd rather no Brexit than Brexit? I'm telling you, there will no, be no opportunity for any British citizen to vote for anything. Okay, so you call yourself a president. Like, what makes you think that you'd be better than Boris Johnson? Now, I think... I, think, I actually think that is an insult for you to compare my leadership with... Um, Bojo. I think that is that is insulting dictators around the world. Insu insulting? Yes, you are insulting dictators like me around the world when you're comparing me to Boris Johnson. Well, I, I think that, I, I, that, you, that guy is a comedian it, running a country. Well, at least, at least he looks like a comedian and he, and he actually gets... He's not mistaken for a comedian. He is a comedian. This is... <laughs> so this is where... I can't believe that you've gone down there again. You want to keep tormenting me that I have been performing comedy for 10 years 
10 years and you are trying in short you have suggested that i am not a comedian now all i've said is that no i i've had enough of this i have really had enough of this interview i can't believe i agreed to this in the first place i cannot believe i agreed to this in the how dare you dare you start this conversation about a comedian or not i know i am a comedian six star reviews from edinburgh fringe festival malcolm hadi award winner in 2019 five star review for president of bond just stole my identity steve bennett loves me all the reviewers love me your audiences enjoy what i do how dare you luke uh, how dare you i've had enough okay uh, a president's just dogs bollocks well I didn't. I didn't mean to annoy him i i um this is a i don't i don't really know what to do really uh mm. well that's that's the end thank well i would say thank you to mr president but he's left left the building he's i'm a little bit worried worried i don't know well um if this does get released and i do do a post and well it may be from a telephone in a prison somewhere well hope, hopefully hopefully there'll be more great episodes coming up I, I was, cheers thank you I, I need to go I'm Luke Anthony. Do you love hearing about the stars, careers, lives and mental health? Well, Meet the Stars is a brand new podcast all about that. Join me every week from Wednesday the 2nd of December for an excellent conversation with a different star each episode. Simply go over to members.starevents.online to become a member, which gives you exclusive access to every episode and so many other brilliant features just for you. See you there.